You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Mastermind behind this bottle. You, you tell it. Well, do we want to have him introduce himself first before Let's we start talking? Guess right. that would be smart, wouldn't it? Uh, well, my name's Eric, and I work for Wiggle Whiskey. What's up, Eric? Doing their offsites, and this is an offsite, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> Clutch. How long have you been with Wiggle? Uh, since March 2020, so a little bit over a year. Nice, nice, nice man. Yeah. It was a rough pandemic. Yep. But uh, they stayed open and. We that was, I'll tell you what, lot. we went to the, well, I went to, the show went to uh, the opening of the new uh, the new place, and right then a before, week later it yeah. shut down. That was the weekend. It was yes, what yes, it was. it was, yes. We were open for three days, a brand new kitchen, it was amazing, so much fun. And the food that they pumped out, Dude. even for that, oh, the, oh, the ribbon cutting ceremony, the oh my gosh. pictures pop up on Instagram, and I'm like, shit. It's, it's, it's bomb. It takes me there right now. I mean, just based on that food that I had at the ribbon cutting, like, I want to have dinner there a lot. We'll stop <laughs> by, we're open again. Yeah. Well, well, all right. I guess <laughs> twist our arm about it, why twist don't it. you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know what, though? I got to say, with the year that everyone had, Wiggle probably helped a lot of people get through it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There there were people, some some people from the area that literally came every day for, yeah. like, a, oh, yeah. a takeout bottle. Yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. I don't oh, doubt God. it. The, the, the pre-mix bottle of the Old Fashioned, I had that that night because I think that was one of the mm. pours that they had. Yep. Wow. Wow, talk about talk about a mixed drink in a glass. Wow, that was good. Oh yeah, that that's like the new thing. And mm-hmm. so um, we have some of those in flasks as well, so you can kind of sneak it around. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ooh, my brother-in-law's wedding's yeah. coming up. I have Ooh. to snag that. Yeah. All right. Yep. I think we have okay, three of them okay, in flasks okay, right now, okay. so you can get a little three-pack. And nice. it's the Sazerac, the Manhattan, and the Old Fashioned made with rye. Well, Some good damn, stuff. I like yep. all those yep, things. Yep, 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 yep. 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 <laughs> All right, y'all. Definitely. Yeah. Take note. Shoot Wait, me an whiskey. email. I'll hook you up. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So what are we drinking? All right. So uh, the show's that. been running a little bit. No, not that. It's just okay. the bottle we use. Uh, the show's been running a little over two and a half years now. We took a little bit of a break over over uh, uh, COVID just because our both our works fortunately exploded. Working dads. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, so what I had done um, during this break that we took is... I had a bunch of small, you know, those little like one ounce, two ounce sample bottles, right? Uh-huh. I had a bunch of those all over the house from all the different shows, all the different uh, guests that we had on. You know, I mean, there's a crate dedicated to Wiggle. I got some of the Wopsy at home right now from oh, that interview. That is such a good one. So good. My favorite still, Northern Exposure. Yeah. That one. The- I remember there was like a little left when I first started, and yeah. I had it once, and then we like sold out like a couple weeks later. Yeah, that one. That does. That makes when, sense. You tell when they that. poured that yeah. for me, I was like. Holy yep. shit! I think that we had like, was, I think we had five that night. I think he did a lineup of yeah. five, and and Northern and Exposure was at the top. I, I'm not often one to say like, can I take this home? But at the end of the night, I was like, can I take this home? <laughs> so, and I've got maybe like three inches of in the bottle left, mm-hmm. and I'm like saving oh. it for a really special day or like a really fucking cold night in December. Yep. There's a bunch of so we had like a, a six year wheat recently, and I bought like three bottles of that because it was amazing, and I. I haven't opened any of them yet, but at some point I will. But yeah, I've got some of those. We had like a strip reserve uh, that was like probably the closest thing we would get to Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so smooth and drinkable. I've got probably two of those. Um, yeah, I just got 
a lot of liquor, all from Wiggle. <laughs> I don't yeah. see anything wrong it's with that. Really it sounds good like stuff. a good problem to have. I, my the back side of my bar is all like old wooden crates, right? That's cool. And um, each one of them has like a dedicated like theme. And if there's a Wiggle one and there's a Liberty Pole one, and they're both running out of room. <laughs> PA representing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So to finish what I was saying, so oh, yeah. we took all the samples that we've had, oh. everything left over from the sample bottles, all the samples we got from Wiggle that day from Liberty Pole. And I, um, I poured them all into here. So this is our show's infinity bottle. Wow. So it's got a lot of crazy flavor to Two it. Two years worth of whiskey in there right And now. we're not even, I wasn't even trying. I was just like, I wonder what would happen if we put all these together. Like, I wasn't trying to make something. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to put a little. I mean, really, there's a lot of peatiness in there, like scotchy. Uh-huh. We've done a couple scotches Smoky. over the years. Well. Um, we've done a couple peated. Your kilted's I mean, the, the, in there. The kilted oh, rise. The, uh, the, 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 the um, finished uh, uh, bourbon, the bourbon is in there one? as well. The, um, what's it called? The bird? Plaid bourbon or which one? What was it called? Theirs. Yeah. Which one? Oh, we just uh, so the kilted rye. Then we just call it the bourbon, a Scotch finished bourbon, and then we yeah, have a Scotch right. finished American whiskey, which is basically our wheat whiskey. I haven't had that one yet. No, that's oh, that one I haven't good. had because wheat, you know, it's not as fighting for mm-hmm. attention, so yeah. like it gets a lot of those good flavors. I mean, when you usually think of smoke or at least peat like that, right? Everyone thinks Scotch. There's really not that many Scotches in here. Maybe like one or two. Yeah. All that peatiness is it coming from really what you guys are pumping through. out and what Liberty's pulling pumping out with wow. their smoke there's, with there's, their with their peated whiskeys. This is a hefty bit of Wiggle and Liberty pulling here. Oh right yeah, now, there's so. a lot of local in that one. So I shouldn't feel bad that. That you're you know, enjoying tasting it? other people's it, stuff. Yeah. If, you're, <laughs> if you're enjoying it, then Wiggle did contribute to that enjoyment. <laughs> yes, so absolutely. You can, you can go I back and tell Alex and Meredith, much, like, yes. hey, guys, <laughs> we contributed to this. <laughs> no, that's that's a pretty good mix. I like yeah. that. We haven't tried it before today. so we No, were, we, we were going to crack it open for our two-year anniversary back in October. But again, the year we, that never we happened. Kind of, happened. Yeah, oh. exactly. So this is our first big, like, Wait, we're back episode kind of thing and right. uh, that's why I figured I brought it today I was like this is going to be what we're going to crack this is what we're going to share with guests and you know have a big old big old party <laughs> well thank <laughs> you for sharing with ends. me yeah. yeah cheers yeah cheers to the ends. yeah absolutely man oh man so how you doing today man how's how's the show go- or how's the uh, festival going how are you guys doing down there and it's pretty decent um I mean, people seem to know us, which is cool. I mean, we're not that far away, but I guess, um, you know, there's, there's, there is still a surprising amount of people, even in Pittsburgh. They're like, I've never heard of you, and I've been here. Really? I, which yeah. I don't know how that's possible. You got the script issue. You're in the Ross Park Mall. You're all yeah. over the town. You're downtown, too. Down, You're on yeah. the south oh, side? my God. The, the, the cocktail bar that's at the William Penn is my wife and I's yes. favorite place to go. We love whoever's working behind bar that you know we all I don't want to get them in trouble but we always get to try like new cocktail recipes that they're trying out okay. like so we I mean we've spent a decent amount there but we also got a lot of like drinks in return from them mm-hmm. um, there was a whiskey sour that this guy made I don't remember his name but wow so wow at the moment we're only open two days a week there and yeah so I'm actually in charge of that okay because nice. we're like treating it as like a offsite just because it's right it's not because William Penn still closed, correct? No, they actually reopened. Okay, um, good, good, good. But okay. it was like a slow open, and yeah. um, like that first weekend that they did open, they still weren't ready with their own bar and everything right, yet. Yeah, so yeah. like they asked us like the day before, oh hey, can you like open your stuff? And so like, speakeasy, what speakeasy wasn't open yet? Not even then, too. Yeah, wow. I think they. I don't even know if they're open that still. The the, okay. the, the first floor stuff I know is still uh, they've reopened. Yeah, because okay. um, yeah, uh, when we stayed at. Um, the one across the street, the Kimpton, 
um, for our baby moon, we oh, shot yeah. over to, you know, I, we saw it was on the map, and I'm like, we got to go try this little oh, cocktail yeah. bar. Yeah. We, and then when we went back, we stayed at... Um, uh, we stayed at the William Penn one time, and we went, of course, we were in the William Penn. We went downstairs, had some more cocktails, uh, and we went back to Kimpton this year, but unfortunately, everything was still closed on that end, so we were, like, missing. It was like we're downtown, like, hanging out downtown, and I can't go to, to Wiggle's uh, little cocktail bar. Like, it's kind of killing me, you know, breaking my heart a little bit. <laughs> we'll swing by, because uh, depending on the day, I might be working there. Oh, excellent. So, I got cocktails. So, I'm, I'm back downtown sometimes. Um, okay, for work. For work, yeah. Um... What days are y'all open? At the moment, uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Um, That's really just good noon news to nine. because most noon of the days nine. I'm down there are Fridays. There you uh, go. Yeah. And I'm only 12 minutes from downtown, so. Uh, yeah, we're, Ooh, so. Maybe we'll know. have to do like a uh, cocktail tasting episode down Ooh, at the tasting room. do something. Room? Yeah. We, we, if you guys want to test cocktail recipes on us, I would not say no. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think that would be fine. We're happy to be guinea pigs. Whenever you guys like, <laughs> absolutely need a control group. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll be we'll be partial. <laughs> <laughs> so oh what do you um, so do you want to tell us about what y'all are pouring at your booth today? Mm, okay. So um, for samples, at the, most of this is going to be what we use in the the cocktails as well. But we have our gin, we have our City of Chance bourbon, mm-hmm. our regular Yellow Label bourbon. Um, we have our deep cut rye and our regular rye, <laughs> which y'all were generous enough to share. Yes, the deep cut, deep is, cut is amazing. Deloche. Um, so that's for samples, just plain. Then um, for cocktails, we have Sazeracs, we have Manhattans, we have Old Fashions, Negronis, Boulevardiers. Uh, what else? I mean, wait, wait, wait. Did you say Manhattans? Manhattans. That's beautiful. That's phenomenal. thank you. Yes. We just started uh, using the phrase. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania hug today. So the yes. Manhattan oh. and the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania hug. hug. I think uh, today yeah. we're all taking back uh, PA whiskey. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we're pretty. We're like two blocks from the Mon River, and we're using like rye from the Mon Valley region, yeah. right? So might as well call it Mon. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. So. Mm, I might have to swim by for a Negroni later. I love Negronis. Oh yeah. So we're using our gin. We're using our vermouth, and then we have a saffron amaro in place of the Campari. It's real nice. That sa- that saffron really. I, I know sets it might it be a sin to talk gin I'm on the whiskey to sober show, up but like, we might have to go back there. And get more drunk. <laughs> I'm starting to sober up a little bit too. That that barbecue really hit the spot, so it might need to be oh, barbecue yeah, and good Negroni. Here. So right let me now. let me ask you. I don't know if you're gonna if you would have this type of answer, but since we have you here, sure. Um, so uh, you guys had those two barrel sales, like you know empty barrel yes. sales. I, I yes. was I went to both. I bought one for myself. And my dad bought one the next time. And so the barrel house is now over there in Threadbare. What do you call it? Big Blue, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So what's going to happen with the other site that was the barrel house? Like, you still, do they still plan on using that for, like, music and everything, or...? Um, so at the moment, it looks like no. Okay. Um, okay. It's still our location for storing. Um, right now, instead of storing the barrels, that's all now right. at Big Blue, and we will store our finished product in the bottles ready to go gotcha. to places. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, my office is in there now. Um, okay. Mostly, like, the sales team, they have offices over gotcha. there, so we're just using the storage in an office space mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, yeah, I, we've, we got a lot of people that are like, when do you open that up again? And there's, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but I just don't think it's going to happen, especially in the next year or two. Hopefully we can revisit and do it again later, but at the moment. 
Sorry. No, I'm just, no, I don't, I'm just curious. Um, You're I did just like the that messenger, location. man. I'm yeah. just the messenger. Yeah, you right, can't right. shoot me for it. No. Oh, I would never. Dare. <laughs> would never. Unless you mean taking a shot of what we have. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll take all those yeah. shots. <laughs> um, um, so, oh, I had another question and now it's gone. Damn. Old age. I know. It's sinking in. I know. Fatherhood. I know. Memory is shit. Remember when I said I wasn't going to swear this episode? Well, then you drank. Then I drank. Yeah. It's not my fault, right? No, it's not your fault. Yeah. No, yet you were a contributing factor. <laughs> we were the first one, weren't we? No, you were my number two. So, oh, sorry to say, you no, were we had some one before. But you know what? It was still a special moment. It still meant a lot to me. Yeah, and I was grateful for it. it we had um, a good conversation. It was yes. a good conversation, Absolutely. and and I will cherish it for. Mm-hmm. So, number two does not necessarily mean it's a bad thing. That's true. That's true. So it still contributed to my overall good day. Great day, you mean? It's great a great day. day. Great day. Phenomenal day. So, all right. So yeah. y'all are doing the the deep cut, the uh, city of champions, your bourbon, your gin. Yep. Can you talk about what the difference is between your city of champions bourbon and, and the regular bourbon? And the regular bourbon. Yes. Um, so, I just have like a general story. So it's not like actual numbers or anything. It's okay. just what I tell people. So you know, we distill. And we get, let's say, 50 barrels worth of stuff to set aside for the two years to make it a straight, you know, bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, after those two years, and it comes time to put them into bottles, um, we've got an amazing, like, taste tester guy, uh, barrel guy, whatever he likes to call himself. You mean I us? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Taylor goes through and oh, tastes every single I met Taylor one. Yeah. at the bar- barrel cells. Yeah, he's he a fantastic the best dude. job. He yeah. tastes every single barrel. You were telling me about Taylor. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's yeah. Real yeah. Cool dude. Um, and he sees which ones did well, which ones will go together. So basically, of those, like I said, the made up 50, um, two of them, and that is the true number, we take two of the best aged barrels that we, or we being Taylor, think will blend well together. That goes in the City of Champions. Okay. So um, all the others, like five uh, here, 14 there, however they need to blend with that you know group um, to go into the, the yellow label bottle and make as close to the same flavor as last time. So that's our like consistent product right. whereas right, right, city right. of champs that's more of the, like the the specialty best tasting product kind of thing okay now since you started making the or since you started selling the city of champions one um do you feel like that one's kind of gone off the shelves kind of kind of quickly because of like the the tourist factor of it right oh absolutely um yeah so tourists and, love you, only, it. and you only sell in 375s correct so correct. yeah yeah um I uh, run the pop-up locations for holidays. So mm-hmm. at the uh, Robinson Mall, yeah. we had one last year. Wait, y'all are at the Robinson Mall pop-up? Um, yes, we were there um, right after, <laughs> uh, what's that, Black Friday through, I think we went through the December 27th. All right, that is really good for me to know. Do you know yes, what well, are doing it again this year? Pretty sure we're going to go back there this year, too. Okay, because so. that's, like, that's my mall, and... Come holidays, I'm there all the time. Oh, yeah. We were and right I across did. from Starbucks. It was amazing. Shut oh, up. Yeah. Coffee and whiskey. Yeah. Okie dokie. Okay. Yes. my arm. But yeah, we sold probably over 200 bottles of City of Champs at yeah. that location. Alone. Oh, absolutely. Just because you know, people love gifts. People just love the, the design of it. Oh, I love sports. Well, there you go. You know? Mm-hmm. It's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a brilliant... I mean, from a marketing standpoint, that's a brilliant oh, yeah. one to have. Oh, yeah. Even like you said, yeah, it's only like two barrels or whatnot, you know, of... 
of you know two that would blend well and it's a good representation of kind of what you guys are doing there and everything and uh, yeah it's a great it, not to say a tourist trap but it's a great tourist thing right. to buy it's a great encapsulation of Pennsylvania whiskey mm-hmm. of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and you know what they say about Pittsburgh it's a drinking town with a football problem basically very true so I mean that kind of <laughs> encapsulates yeah. everything yeah. about the region I love, when you drink. What's that? I love when you drink. <laughs> I am sobering up right now, to be fair. I know, me too. This, mostly unadulterated. This pulled pork is right doing now. doing its job. It is. Um, Come back in an hour and I'll be, you know. Especially if we go visit Eric. Saucy yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, so I think we got, we have, this is your information I think she gave us, Yes. Right? Okay, yes. cool. Okay. So, uh, yeah, whenever like, we start seeing pop-ups and whatnot, or if we're going to decide to, if you're in the office and we want to go down Friday night. I'm going to equipment with me anytime I go anywhere. Just we do just need to buy case. some mobile ones, yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah. Well, if you ever get, like, big enough and you have, like, merch. Which you have merch. you have merch. you could do, like, you can buy a cask from us. Like, we basically... We help you make the label, but it's already done. You just we just put it in bottles for you, and then you get like a whole barrel full of deal whiskey <laughs> in bottles. Go on. Mm-hmm. So like we do special. Uh, like the Omni had oh a bourbon. Um, yes. The Commoner had. I think they had a rye whiskey. Yeah, and so did um, Nemacolin. Uh, Bedford. Bedford Springs. Omni Bedford Springs. Yep, yep. My wife and I, Lisa and I, went there for like a getaway. Um, for one of our anniversaries and uh, we walked up to the bar the, the first floor bar that was there and I looked up and I saw a bottle of Wiggle and I'm like I don't recognize that label so I asked the bartender I was like bring that over what, what, what is that one and that's when he explained like mm-hmm. you guys partnered with them and they used some of their some of their crop as well in, in making it correct you know that I did not know that yeah at least that's what he told me whether he was lying or not I don't know but because they, they grow their own vegetables and everything up there. You know, they, they're, sense. like, self-sustaining. Yeah. And yeah. from what he said, it was um, the, the you guys use their corn or okay. one, of their, one of their, you know, products in making in making that whiskey. And it was, it was really good. And, it's uh, definitely yeah. possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I stumped you. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, I started two you weeks stu- before yeah, yeah, the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we they got, bought any no, new a, stuff since a, I started. A plus right now for Eric. Absolutely. A plus. Mm-hmm. Meredith. <laughs> Alex. Give him a race. I was going to say Meredith. Here. Give him a race. <laughs> Give him a race. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. awesome. Well, thanks, Eric. For, uh, I, I, do you have any other questions? I can't think of anything else. No, I'm just trying. I'm just already thinking about when we're all going to get together again to do like a, a cocktail tasting. Oh, yeah. Well, next, I mean, next Friday you're in town. We'll, we'll see if he's working and uh, we'll if go down. I am in town. I, I might be in town, actually. Like Friday. if you're at the office. Like if you end up going in the office. I might oh, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. Okay. There'll be a definitive date shortly. Cookie dookie. Okay. Pending. I don't do much on Fridays. Cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, awesome. all right. Well, thanks, Eric. Eric. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for coming down. This was fantastic. Yeah, this was fun. So, all right, Alexis, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us what you got going on. Talk sure. about your Twitch stream. Absolutely. All that jazz. Tell us what, what's going on in Alexis's world right now. Well, oh goodness. In Alexis's world, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, like that look of just like, oh wow, she's got a lot to talk about. It's <laughs> it me. Um, 
Yeah, I'm here to help film the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. I, I try to come every year, and, and this year they hired me to do the general filming of everything. Nice, nice. But I'm, of course, going to put this on my own blog um, as well, which Obviously. is called The Wondrous Expanse. You can find me on YouTube. Also, like, Alexis Baroni, A-L-E-X-I-S, B is in bridge, A-R-O-N-E, on YouTube. Check me out. If you Google me, I'll show up because I'm also an actress, and I've been in some stuff. Nice. So, oh, awesome. All right. Google awesome. me. So we have to ask now, what stuff? So... I've been in a few things, namely, like, one of my favorite things that I've been in, I actually, do you guys like horror films? I'm hit or miss, because I'm a little bit of a baby. God, so am I. That's why I'm in them and not, I don't watch them. (laughs) This this is what I do. Um, But I am in a film called A Comedy of Horrors, Volume 1. Okay. And then I'm also in another anthology film called VHS 2 by uh, the director, Eduardo Sanchez, who has done the Blair Witch Project. Like, the OG Blair Witch Project. He's awesome. He's great. Um, so yeah, but now I just... You, you need to talk to him because he's the horror fan. <laughs> oh, of course, Tomas. Like, I'm missing yeah. the one guy who I need yeah, to talk yeah. to. Like, and he's, he's over there in the corner. He's chilling out in the background. But yeah, so, um, but right now, like I said, I'm here to just film the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. I'm talking to a whole bunch of different whiskey vendors, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're all getting it in here. Oh, yeah. We're all, we're oh, all yeah. sampling a so ton of stuff. Let's talk about that. Say salud, not Zorovia, guys. Slide I need to get me one of your shirts, guys. So we're on Threadless. Okay, Dramit.threadless.com. I saw it on your Insta. I'll get it. Yeah. So we got this on there. It's it's a sweatshirt. I mean, there's all kind of there's all kind of gear. We have one shirt that says hashtag Dramit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We have another logo. Like our this is our new logo. We have our OG logo on there too. It was a lot more. It was like colorful and everything. And uh, before I tightened it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the hats are uh, there's. On our website, the the uh, PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org, on our website, there's a link to our uh, the hats we get from a local vendor. So there's nice. a different little, you know, it's like a Google link, and then I put an order in, and then we, you know, yep. ship it or bring it but or it's, whatever. Well, that's it's a, all of it's a, it's a this or this, yeah. I was gonna say, and that's what I love about doing the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. You know, I'm sure you guys can appreciate this. It's like it's all local. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's all local. And now I'm not from this area. I'm from Maryland. Right. And now I'm in Atlanta as well. So like I'm kind of all over the place. But the one thing that I always have to do is I have to support local. You know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and local whiskey. You know, you're talking about it. Like Liberty Pole. Holy crap! They make amazing oh stuff. Oh my gosh! Like, so Hi Liberty Pole. Can you do good. my wedding? Like <laughs> yes, okay, please. Right? For real though. Like <laughs> signature cocktails. Anyone? Damn! Like, it's so amazing. You do those. Really good. Well, stuff? they got Mama yeah. Huff making all their cocktails over there. So you tried all the peated stuff they had, right? Oh, oh yeah. We've tried everything. We just had the peated rye today. As I say, what's, what's your? I'm gonna interview you on your own podcast. What's your favorite whiskey, it. guys? Ever? Like, if you're trapped on a, de- let's play this game. Let's, let's play this game. <laughs> See, so as you probably, you know, you're starting to get into whiskey, right? So, like, yes. the issue with that question is, it's very, very broad. Oh, always. Yeah. So that's really hard. I think my go-to. If I really want to like sit down and enjoy a pour, it's gotta be Woodford Double Oaked. Okay. But if we're talking local, yeah, anything Liberty Pole, hands down. Anything Liberty Pole. Anything Bowl. Liberty Pole. Have you had their the Tom the Tinker? No, spice. I haven't had that yet. I'm, I'm walking down there fantastic. after this. Yeah, I when think you we go down go together. There, <laughs> if we're not standing around there, you tell tell You're them. Passed out on, down yeah. the, down the hill. Yeah. No, I was saying you tell them we sent you and to try the spice because it's that. uh yeah it's out of this world. It yeah. talk about a cocktail in a glass. No, honestly, you asked me favorite whiskey. I know that's super broad. I was about to be it's, like, oh, should I? It's a toss up right now for me between the 
uh, Midsummer Night's Dram. Oh, that is a good dram. And the Tom the Tinker. Yeah. From Liberty Pole. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, their Tom the Tinker just, that was, both of those are whiskeys where when I tried them, I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, they're both, they're both winter like, whiskeys, yeah. Yeah, sure. they were both like, and for me, like, I love whiskey year-round, but like winter, fall is prime oh, yeah. whiskey season for me. Flannel, fire. Flannel, yeah, fire. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's the whole lifestyle. Oh, you know, yeah. Apres oh, ski, yeah. like, oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want a beer, I don't want a wine, I want a whiskey. Absolutely. Although I'm a little bit of a, I, I pull out my basic white girl in the summer and I drink hard seltzers in the pool. Well, I gotta <laughs> okay, say, okay, which one though? Like, uh, right? uh, a lot. We we, <laughs> really we don't like we don't discriminate. Lights. If it's hard seltzer, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we don't discriminate. Have this, you had the Bud Light seltzers? We had them last year. Was Did you have away. the uh, the, out of, the out of office? No, this year's was tru- really truly good. hard iced tea. Okay. And fizzy. Lemonade. Busy. Busy? For some okay. reason, I can't get into Truly. I don't know what it is right I now. I don't like their regular stuff. Yeah. Listen to us talking about hard seltzers on, on a whiskey podcast. But uh, um, someone's gonna I, come uh, up and like, just stab us. Say we can. Yeah, it's like we can come back to this. So, <laughs> yeah. whiskey though, like right. I, I don't know. Like if I was. All right, favorite whiskey. You're, yeah, say, you, have, like, you have to answer oh the question. God. You have to answer your own question. I know. I know. It's like I shouldn't have asked this question, guys. <laughs> Why did you let me ask this question? Um, I think my favorite is probably Macallan 12. I, it's just it's it's Ooh, juice. Nice. It's straight the, juice the from Macallan. me. The Macallan. The Macallan 12. 12. Ooh, it's so good. Yeah. Nice. It's so good. Macallan's We and had a really good at the Pittsburgh Whiskey Festival. We had uh, was it the Glen Levitt eighteen? Glen Levitt eighteen. Oh my that's, god! That's one. Oh shit! It's so hard to find. That's up here. in my top three too. Yeah, it is. That was good. Ooh. That was good for. I just that's what I'm saying. Like if it was if it was like one of those things where it's like oh I'm on a desert island I would drink Macallan twelve I would just like it's what I would yeah. drink it it would be fine I would fight off scurvy it's fine <laughs> like. I started in the beverage industry when I was 21. Okay. Like, I started working at a winery as a tasting room associate. Gotcha. And so after that, I started working in film, obviously, which is why I'm here. But I also work on another podcast. There's more, sorry, it's a web series called Whiskey Kicks. Okay. And so that's that's kind of really what I, I really started getting into whiskey more because I was shooting that, right? I was filming it. And so it's like... It was amazing to like kind of learn so much. You know, we've, we've talked with so many people about this stuff, and so like, I can't wait to listen to all of this content from you guys. Like, <laughs> I am so stoked. Me when is this lie. Lexington trip happening? Like, I need to help fund this. Like, can we go? Like, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got we got some contacts that want to help us out with it too. So we got to coordinate yeah. with them too. But uh, we got to get this whole thing situated. Yeah, I Excellent. think 2021. Maybe it's because we're coming out like post pandemic and like I want to do all the things. I'm on like an energy high right now and like we also have to we also have to, to prove this by our wives. They are going to be alone with the kids well, while we're gone. See, my fiance is coming with me on this. Will well, there they you go. or will our families all take a walk? Take a holiday. Family vacation. They can go horseback riding. You guys I mean, can go drinking. It's fine. They can pick you up on a yeah. horse. Like that's the best DD situation ever. Leave the kid at home with the grandparents. Well, I mean, if they just leave my kids with my in-laws for a week. There you go. Guys, your two hosts right now are definitely eyeing each other. Like, oh god, how do we make this happen? I know. I just, I have to narrate the situation. Like, it's, it's pretty beautiful. It's a beautiful moment happening here. That's what, that's why, that's what got me babysitters, right? Yes, exactly. That's what I heard. Yeah. There's no reason we should be able to handle it in a week. I feel like babysitters are worth their weight in gold. Babysitters, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour one out for you later. Especially when like the babysitters are like related to you. Yeah. Do it for free. 
which is pretty awesome. You don't even have to ask. No. You have a blood-related babysitter. Oh, yeah. A blood oh, yeah. babysitter, as I yes. call them. Yes. <laughs> I've been the blood babysitter many a time. Oh, yes. Many a time. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, shoot, my wife today even said, like, if you get too schwacy, I'll come pick you up. And I'm like, mm. God bless you. That's a 40-minute drive. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Lisa would do that. She's fantastic. So what did you guys do during the pandemic? Like, let's talk about that a little bit. Um worked we're both working dads yeah yeah yeah. both our works he's a graphic designer and i'm an online uh high school math teacher and so both our works blew up during the pandemic yeah um, so we had to take a little bit of a, a, a big old pause with the we, show we, we did, had like, shows episodes, here and there yeah but like, we did a couple whiskey round tables and uh but yeah this is we're trying to like you know get back into it so this was like our big like you know this is the comeback. We back, this baby. Are yeah, you exactly. back, baby? Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, I was going to say, I, don't, I, I finished mine, but cheers. So, cheers. You know. Some feedback. That's going to be fun for you later, John. Yeah, during during the pandemic. Like, yeah, I'll get it. I definitely started video editing more, but then my parents and right. I started drinking with my parents, where yeah. we'd review different beers every week. So awesome. we're slowly getting into whiskeys and wines, which is where nice. I like to live. Nice. But, you know, it's been great. Stop it. I know. What are you doing? feedback over there in the background. Goodness gracious. Messing everything up. So Follow me on nice Twitch, things. Alexis, not Alexa. It's pretty easy to remember. If you call <laughs> me Alexa, I'll find you and I'll kill you. It's fine. <laughs> if you're a fan of Shit's Creek, it should be easy to remember. Yes, exactly. Alexis. Yes, exactly. I love, I love this journey for you. <laughs> I, I love this journey. <laughs> David. Ew. Ew. Ew, David. What did she, Ouch, she David. just said on an interview recently, she only actually said that once in the whole show. She what, said you, a other David? that exact like phrase. She said a lot of other like like blank David. Yeah. But she actually said she went back and like went through her notes and like she only said ew David once. Well, that was but that's all the one that took. stuck. Oh, that's it's all it took. I, everywhere I go, there's a T-shirt. It says ew David. You yeah, like Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh, my like, wife, we get a, my wife and I get each other uh, Christmas ornaments for every year, and I got her a Shit's Creek uh, uh, rosebud motel like wooden ornament. <laughs> that's Sign. amazing. Yeah. I thought that that was so cute. That, that ending of that episode, and they're like ew. Why is Rosebud? Bud's her last name. It's yeah. not even spelled right. Okay, guys, we're leaving. Like, that would be shit my family would do. We're like, yeah, all right, yeah. all right, we tried. Okay, we tried to be nice. That's like, amazing. goodbye. It's goodbye. a great show. Yeah, it's, it's a good show to drink a whiskey with. It's true. It's a good show to drink yeah. in general with. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I watched it all during quarantine. Same. Yeah, that was that's when we caught up. That yep. post same yep. was beautiful. Yeah, it, it's, that, it was, was so great. My, my wife and I, we got completely caught up over COVID. Yeah. Definitely. That kind of became like our, our weekly medicine. It was like, what oh, are we yeah. watching tonight? Shits? Okay. That Twitter thing that says, I finished Netflix is true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've gone through so many things. 100%. It's true. It's so bad how much I've like consumed, but it's mm-hmm. also really good because I feel like I'm like, oh, I need to try all these things in my own career, you know, doing all the film stuff. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with all the whiskey stuff. Oh my God. The slow pour, high frame rate, slow pour thing with whiskey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're doing that in Lexington. He de- We're going to make He should happen. be in on this because, like, she's speaking his language, like, multiple times over here. Okay, yeah, get over to be here. honest. You want to come over here? You, all of you listeners, they're, they're looking at each other like, what no, is happening right now? She's talking films. She's talking all your... Talking your, your no, I, I get the high frame rate, slow bore thing. I understand well, that. That's but good because I, I didn't. I feel I just, like TV like, Everything else. No, I mean, we do, I do photo shoots at work, and we do, like, right. we'll do, like high frame rate, like, slow... Slow pour. Hi, apparently I need to be talking to you. Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking high frame rate, slow pour. 
You know, like all those sexy shots where it's like, you know, it's like the whiskey commercials, especially the ones that came out with like Mila Kunis in it, and it's like the she's oh yeah, the where like the devil's cut like, and everything with Jim oh Beam God. and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, Angels I'm not gay, or whatever. I would go gay for you, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so here for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Tomas like is like, what did I just join? He's like, oh my god, who is this person? You guys, you guys do this all the time? Yes. This is every episode, T. See, every I'm just, episode. I'm just eyeing these cinnamon buns that are sitting next to you guys. Oh my god, This yeah. is like, this is future-proofing the evening. Yeah. Where, like, there's more drinking to be done, but we both also gotta be able to, like, drive 40 minutes home. That's smart. You gotta get the sugar yeah. in it. Alright, so I know you gotta go, so uh, plug your stuff real quick one more time. For sure. So follow me on YouTube, Alexis Baroni, A-L-E-X-I-S, and then spell bar one, literally bar one Baroni. Nice. The E is not silent. Pronounce the E, damn it. Pronounce the E. <laughs> and uh, I'll post up all of my fun drinking with my parents stuff on there. So thanks Fantastic. for having me, guys. Of course. Thanks Thank for you, Freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are tight. <laughs> Thank Tomas, you. Tomas, thanks Thank for joining for like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even hear you guys while I was sitting back there. I didn't know we were talking about you. It's fine. You'll, 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 you'll find out what it is later. Always. Don't tell them we're talking about him, guys. We'll have to cut that part from the show. Yeah, right. All right. We'll see you later. Thank you Alexis, thank you so much. Good luck. Up. What's going on? Long day. Yeah, I hear it's, that. Yes. Long yes. Day, long day drinking whiskey. Around three o'clock, we looked at each other and we were like, "I'm ready for bed." <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. And other signs we're getting older and can't hold our liquor or our uh, energy. Yep. Well, it's because our kids have all of it. That's true. Logan That's takes true. it and doesn't give anything back mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Pretty much. Yeah, I've not actually drank anything today. So. Well, do you, well, we'll, we'll change hold that. On. Hold on. That would Time be out. lovely. Time out. Pause. <laughs> All right. So while he's pouring that, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, so my name is Alicia Monroe. I am the distiller at West Overton Distilling, which is uh, kind of a subsidiary of West Overton Village and Museum in Scottsdale, PA. Yes. Uh, we're the historic home of the Overholt family. So yeah. Abraham Overholt uh, was a whiskey distiller in the 1800s, uh, and his brand still survives today. Yeah, old Overholt. We uh, currently owned by Jim Beam, correct? All right. Yeah, the Beam yes. Centauri. That's her. Yeah, I have mine over here, right here now. Um, and uh, thank you. Yeah. So, so people know the name, but not everybody realizes where it came from. You know, where it originally came from. So it was over here. You know. Yeah, um, southwestern Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Nationally distributed. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about you know bringing that kind of bring that not the brand itself but bringing whiskey back to West Overton. Right. I mean, it, I think the project kind of came to life from a random email in 2015 where our director Jessica Katie Barkley said like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool to make some mash outside where people could see this process and start to learn." You know, that this this grain, this seed that people don't really interact with um, becomes this valuable commodity liquid and then from there it just kind of took on a life of its own and getting a distillery together is really hard work. So, I, I believe so. it. I, my head spins even thinking about what that process would entail. Yep. So six years later, our first barrel is about ready to dump and I should have whiskey on the shelf within, I don't know, the next 30 days. Oh. We're at the finish yeah. line. We're there. <laughs> Next episode, 
yeah. gonna have to do a little sippy sip of. Yeah, we're gonna have to do another traveling episode and go yeah. down to West Overton. I mean, twist my arm. Right, exactly. I've only been home for the last 15 months. Right, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Get me out of the house. This is um, like my one outlet. <laughs> and is, I couldn't have. I couldn't this do This is our hobby. Yes, this is our. This is the this hobby. This is our hobby. Uh, I like to tell people that distilling is about 20% science, 10% art. Seventy percent janitorial labor. So. <laughs> All right. So why is that? Because <laughs> rye is such a sticky mess of a grain. Um, so we don't do any laudering. Everything is on the grain. Um, we tried even grinding in house, which was so dusty. Yeah. So we've outsourced all of that now, um, and I, I get everything in ground and ready to go. But gosh, there is just so much cleaning and mopping and scrubbing and uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like between the janitorial, the 70% janitorial, and then like the six years getting a distillery off the ground, this is a seriously true labor of love. It is. And and for me, it's an entirely unintended labor of love. So I came on board and um, was just going to do some office management. I thought a museum would be a nice, easy, chill place to work. Uh, Lo and behold, they're full of need. Uh, and every project needs a champion and, and this one was just so cool I like kind of elbowed my way in there and said well I can do the build out project management my dad's a contractor um, we needed some interior walls done it was kind of a, a really small project so nobody really wanted to take it you know the big construction firms mm-hmm. want to make tons and tons of money right so I said well we can get some interior walls built I'll find you a boiler company we'll figure out how to power this still uh, and that was supposed to be the end of my involvement. So the, the boiler was in, the still could turn on, and I'm like, all right, guys, good luck. <laughs> Consultant comes in, and uh, I ask a lot of questions. I'm a curious person, and I, I must ask a lot of good ones. And he told Jessica, um, if you want to make whiskey, this this is your girl. She's, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. So. Yeah, it was it was unexpected, and you know it's heavy. You know I'm making whiskey where Abraham Overholt lived, like this yeah. this giant. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, and I stand where he stood in his house, and I, you know, my office is above his bedroom. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so. How many people get to say that? I know. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm just fine. I'm just like just stealing and working right above where this dude lived. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. yeah, and he was, you know, he's a complex man from a complex period of history, and I'm far from a historian, but you know, we have we have good people on site and good resources and good distiller friends and. You know, I just feel like I, I lucked into this perfect space where I'm just kind of overwhelmed by support. And, mm-hmm. and in the history community, I kind of expected that. You know, people really want to share their knowledge of, and love of history with you. What I didn't expect was for the distillers to want to be so collaborative. So, you know, Liberty Pole and Red Pump yeah. and yeah. Dad's Hat and Stolen Wolf. And, you know, kind of came out of the woodwork and said, like, how can we help? Like, what can we do? What If you have any challenges, like, here's my cell phone number. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to know, just ask. And, and never have I hit up against something where it was proprietary or they didn't want to share a mash bill. or It's everything that I've needed to know was so readily available. And I think that was kind of shocking to me. Um, 
just that people would be so open, and and I really love it. I, I love operating in this. And that's industry. that's one of the reasons why we love what we do as well, is because we've seen that same you know hospitality from them. No, we're not making whiskey, but basically, I mean, Herman from Dab's Hat, I mean, has multiple times looked at us and just been like, call me. Red carpet, whatever you want. You yeah, know what I mean? Whatever like, you need. Yeah, and and that's what I love is like you know it's it, it could it mean really the the amount of distilleries, especially whiskey distilleries, popping up in PA over the last like five years has exploded, and um, you would think it could be a comp you could they could all be a competition. You know what I mean? They could like not you know belittle each other, but they could you know. But no, it's not. It's this big, giant community of people who just love what they do and want other people to love it as well. The thing about it, once I get further and further into the industry and into the culture, I don't know anybody that says, like, oh, no, I I have enough bottles of rye on my shelf. I I don't... (laughs) I don't need to buy another one. I, I think you, just, you get a bigger shelf. Yep. Yep. A hundred I have expanded my bar a lot over the no, past my, three My wet bar is running out right now. I'm about yeah. to look into a bigger bar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are, so this is this is an odd fact about me. I have a bar shaped like a llama. Okay, that's, that's cool. So, Elaborate, please. <laughs> so um, there was a furniture company called Whitco. Uh, mid-century modern and they manufactured a bar shaped like a llama and and my husband is really into tiki culture so really into Whitco and he had one commissioned he couldn't find one so he had one built so uh, we have a a giant wooden llama in my living room and in his belly lives liquor that's Uh, amazing that's incredible that's amazing he doesn't hold enough so now my china closet is also a liquor cabinet you know you gotta do what you gotta do might need to do the show from 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 the living room I kind of might need to see this llama bar. I want to see bar. this llama bar. That's pretty awesome. I thought I, w- of liquor. I thought I was cool with like an L-shaped bar with a stone front, but you know, nope, it's not no. a llama All right, bar. John, <laughs> it's time to step it up, man. I if I don't have a llama bar, the next mm-hmm. time I come to your place to record, I'm going home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Just do better. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think of anything else no, about. Just, um, the whiskey. So, so the whiskey. Oh, what, whis- about, sorry. what about uh, what's your whiskey uh, journey? Like, were you into whiskey before you they were like? Ask anyone that yet? Today. So, nah, it's okay. Uh, I, I am. I should have a better story than this. Uh, it's okay. Yours could, I'm can't a very be any worse candid person. So, you know, my drink of choice was probably uh, Jack and Ginger or Beam and Cranberry. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. Through my adult life, um, I never really was a person who drank things straight. Um, so one time before I was a distiller, somebody brought a bottle of white whiskey to West Overton. Of course, it's a whiskey-centric place. Here, have this. I had never tried white whiskey before, and that was awful. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've, I've developed a taste for it now. I can find the flavors, um, especially when you know I'm cutting my own. Yeah. But it was not not my favorite. Um, but I feel like anything that I do, I should know from top to bottom, inside to out. So I've really been buying a lot of different ryes, figuring out what I like, what I don't like. Um, and, and it's really my drink of choice now. So um, I like a bourbon, but I you know, there, sometimes I get a bourbon that is a little too sweet for me. Yeah, you can have those. I get that. And my, um, my husband really likes Irish whiskey. Okay. I tried to like it. But I can't find the flavors in it because I feel like my palate is really adjusted to rye now. Yeah. So 
I try, but it just, it's so light. I, yes. I can't find uh-huh. anything other than dandelions. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing, at least with the Irish whiskeys I've tasted, the exact same thing you're saying is, you know, it's 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 a little light on the flavor, especially after we've had some of these bourbons, we've had some of these ryes and everything, where it's just like chocked full of flavor and everything. Um, even scotches and, you know, even a, we've had a Japanese whiskey on the show before, like, you know, there's so much flavor in those, but like for me, like Irish whiskey, like I don't mind Jameson, but like... Uh, you know, if I'm drinking Jameson, it's probably in Jameson and ginger. You know what I mean? Um, where there's a little bit of that, you know, you get that flavor from the ginger ale. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm the same boat with you when it comes to Irish. I think rye is almost like the black coffee yeah. of whiskey. Where yeah, in yeah. once you have acclimated to drinking black coffee, going back to coffee with cream and sugar just isn't palatable. Right. I mean, and it, and it almost becomes an entirely different drink, mm-hmm. which seems really like snooty on post but like I feel like everything else is like there's something missing that's not there because I'm looking for those notes that I really enjoy in a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. and you like what you like I mean, yeah if, no judgment if, here if, if I mean that's that, that's the whole thing about this show is I mean I we've had stuff that connoisseurs would probably rant and rave that I have been sucking from the faucet after I drank it because I couldn't handle it <laughs> looking at you 22 Yep. Um, yep. And then there's stuff that we've had that I'm sure people would turn their noses up at where I'm like, oh, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, it is. Everybody like, likes what they like. It's, like. it's like what you like. I have been trying to like peated things. Um, That's an acquired taste as well. Yeah, my yeah. first my my first pour of something peated, I was like, ooh, it's barbecue in a cup. Yep. And, and I just, I couldn't get into the nuance of it. But um, recently I had a compass box with... Um, it's called Pete Monster. Yep. Do we have that? I think we did. Did Alex bring no, that? The Pete Monster. It was Pete something, but that might have been it. Yeah. It, it has a really cool label uh, with this like many-eyed tentacled creature on it. I think it. that was it. Yeah. Um, and that is delicious. So I I am finding things in the peated categories that I do. Mm-hmm. I found uh, for me, I know um, something that helped me kind of adjust into peatiness a little bit. Um, and this isn't like a plug. This is just this was my experience. Um, Liberty Pulse peated bourbon helped me out because I was able to adjust. Best to the, of both worlds. It's the best of both worlds. Because I got a sweet tooth. John, you can yes. take a shot for every time <laughs> I say I got a sweet tooth. Um, so I like I like bourbon because it is a little sweeter. But that peat was like a nice new element that I wasn't familiar with yeah. in a bourbon. Yeah. Which kind of I don't know. Took it to a different level. Yeah, I, I want to say that they had brought that to the Whiskey Smash at Westoverton at one point, and it sold out before I could get to their table because I had so Makes much sense. mingling happening. But yeah, that mm-hmm. was a, a nice, nice pour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but but I do want to talk about the Westoverton whiskey that you guys are releasing. What what are you most excited about for this whiskey? What is something that you're really excited for people to try about this that you're looking forward when you guys tap that barrel? I I feel like. The, this is going to sound right. The soul of the grain stays in our product. So you can really taste the grain. Um, even in the white, you know, a lot of people have tried our white and said, you know, I, I don't normally like white, but like there's a really nice, meaty, bready taste through the middle of, of the palate um, that I think most people will be surprised about. Um, and then on, on the barrel age, you know, I'm just excited to have it out there. You know, it's definitely not going to be the best rye anybody's ever had. Uh, 
but it is from this historic place. It is, you know, our first attempt, mm -hmm. um, which somehow makes it more special. It's not going to oh, yeah. be the most delicious thing we ever make, but it's the first. And, and like, to be able to be a part of this team that brought this project to life mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, be the one sampling the barrel to try to figure, like, figure out are we ready. Um, it was just really special to me, and, and I hope that when people do sample it or, or taste it or buy a bottle, they understand the, you know, the, the, provenance, the provenance of it um, and why it matters. And then that, by this whiskey being something that people want, I can draw more people to the site so that people understand that it is an important historic place that is deserving of preservation um, and, and that we can keep going for you know, another 100 years preserving these structures and this legacy. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Whiskey as a, a medium, not just as a yeah. drink. Yeah. Is yeah. a cool. And I think that's something that's kind of unique to a drink that's as historical as whiskey, especially in the United States. Oh, yeah. Um, because so many people here immigrated from whiskey drinking cultures, whether Irish or Scottish or mm -hmm. what have you, um, that, that they carry that history and that legacy with them. Oh, so yeah. they're kind of. There's an element to it, I think, that you don't get with necessarily other spirits. Mm -hmm. Not crap on other spirits. And other <laughs> spirits have their own history, their own legacy, especially, yep. not, I'm sure, you know, vodka in Russia, I'm sure, they could say a similar thing to what the U.S. is about whiskey. But in the U.S., I feel like whiskey kind of has a unique historical element Yep. that, that adds, lends a story. It, I don't know, I don't want to say mm -hmm. lends an importance, but for lack of a better phrase, lends an importance. I, importance is, is apt um, you know it was an economic driver it was a source of jobs it was a source of industry it was a way to preserve your crops so that they didn't get eaten by bugs yeah um, you know I, I <laughs> when we first started distilling we bought something like 2,500 pounds of rye which doesn't seem like a lot but that's 10 mashes for us and we don't mash constantly you know it's an on and off again process and I always knew that part of our tour was that the Overholtz distilled their grain so it wouldn't spoil, but I didn't know what spoil meant, and that seems ridiculous, but spoil means get eaten by bugs. Okay. So, if you don't distill your grain fast enough, bugs come, and that's what happened, and we lost about a thousand pounds of grain. And, wow. and I thought to myself, like, how short-sighted, you know, I've given this tour, I've told people it was to preserve the grain, but I just let it sit there in a pile until it wasn't good anymore. So, you know, this is a, an actual, like, demonstrable thing that happened to us that we talk about. It was a mistake, it was a misstep, but we don't hide those. We, we talk about them because it helps people relate to the history and, and why this industry was important. Um, and then when you go and tell the story the whole way to Prohibition, which shut down distillation at Westoverton, you have to talk about all of the distilleries in the county, I want to say there were 12 in Westmoreland County, and all of those people immediately lost their jobs. So this is a story as old as time that recurs even now. Um, and I think through the lens of whiskey, we can talk about economics, we can talk about jobs, we can talk about that, and, and it's just this liquid medium that, that makes the conversation make more sense. Well, I mean, That's look awesome. at look at the amount of, um, you know, uh, added employees that Wiggle has had uh, over the couple years or how much how many employees um, Pennsylvania Libations added after the pandemic when people were losing their job yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. oh it's definitely it's definitely here and it's definitely an economic e economic uh, discussion totally yeah. yeah and to your point that kind of that's with the whole spoilage and 
treating it as an economic platform work like ties mm-hmm. into your point, John. Yeah. It's kind of resurging as an economic driver right now for certain people. And and the importance of it, historically speaking, is continuing to be felt today. Yeah, so there's there's so many stories that you can tell in that class. Um, and it just opens up a whole realm of, of interpretive possibilities for us as a history site and an educational site. You don't think about whiskey being a means of education. Um, but, you know, if I can lure somebody in with the siren song of rye, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to feed you some history while you're there. Oh, yeah. I wish my history classes were like that in college. <laughs> I would have probably had a better attendance record. Right. I might have finished my minor. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to try the I'm, rye I'm when, it, when it does land. Yeah. Even just to experience the history and to talk about the history. It's not, I mean, like and you said, it's not just the whiskey. It's so much involved in that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. awesome that you guys, you know, you're, I mean, you know, at the, at, not the forefront, but you're at the, the beginning of it. You know, you're right there in the, in all of it. And, um, yeah, no, this is, this is, uh, it's, the it's more exciting than just a whiskey release. It's the re-education of Pennsylvania as a whiskey producer. Oh my gosh. I know Lisa's like when someone Lisa can always tell like when someone sits down and asks me something like whiskey related she just kind of like gets up and walks away because she knows it's going to be like a 30 minute conversation <laughs> about like every little piece of there's detailed so history there's just so much yeah it really is I go before to I go I tell to these, you this I, I go to, to these explain distiller- this to you and let me tell you this before <laughs> I tell you that there's layers to this I go to these distillery tours in like Kentucky and stuff and like I'm like finishing I'm, I'm so annoying because I like finish their sentence or like I have to like like physically keep my mouth shut so I don't piss them off. <laughs> um, actually, this started in Pennsylvania. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, awesome. so um, you want to plug West Overton and where people can find them? Yeah, so West Overton is located in Scottsdale, Pennsylvania. Um, we are proximal to the Pennsylvania Turnpike exit at New Stanton and Donegal. Um, we are available for group tours, walk-in tours Thursday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, our first barrel will likely be bottled in on the shelf by the end of August latest and we're looking forward to having some sort of a panel discussion probably towards fall um, so you can look for tickets to that. It should be a nice event. Yeah, nice, definitely. That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm excited. So yeah, we'll, uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be down this. there when this thing's getting uh, released and all that. I hope so. Hopefully we can clear our schedules. You guys said end of August. Yeah, but I mean, for for you, I can just let me know when you want to come. Shoot. <laughs> oh, can we see the llama? Yeah, you can see the llama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank awesome. you so much thank for sitting so down much. with us, and yeah. we look forward to seeing what you guys uh, produce in the future. Yeah, great to talk to you. Have a great day. Thank Thanks. You.